I am the terror that claps cheeks in the night. I'm the nigga that chokes you out while he's eating your pussy. Nigga. I'm the nigga that motorboats your butt cheeks. He doesn't speak for rich. I am B to the Mac. And we got rich. I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right, man, let's get on to the subject. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. That's some dramatic tales from the crib. Well, hey everybody, it's this is the the Despicable Truth Podcast, the most despicable podcast on the internet right now. Um me and Rich here, you know, doing it big. Memorial Day weekend. Yes, sir. Sundress season. Sundress season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all, I've been I've been peeping game. Y'all been doing good. I guess COVID made y'all want to show out a little bit more, and I'm proud of you. But we're gonna get into that later. Um, a little bit later, yeah. but first off, we're gonna talk about this versus that's happening. Yeah, with uh, the two most despicable niggas in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> you got your boy Bow Wow, who don't give a fuck about fronting or showing, no showing out, not giving a fuck about baby mamas. Mm, no, no. Mm. I, I, hold on, let me just read what this man said because this is this is funny to me. Uh, let me see. He said, not my fucking problem. Go get you a man who cares. I barely know the girl. I don't even have a photo with the girl. Let that hurt go. God damn. That's despicable. God <laughs> damn. No fucks given there. Man, I ain't. Yeah. This that... nigga, woo. <laughs> that was savage. Oh, and Soldier Boy, you know, he's, you know, sexual assault and battery. I don't, it doesn't surprise me. That he's for sexual assault and sexual battery. Hold on, let me do so much more. Assault? That nigga been been off his rocker. And yeah. every time I'm like, whenever he said he was going to do his own video game console, you know he's coming out with another video game console, right? Wait, a minute, he came out with one. <laughs> I didn't know he came. Look, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Those are real stuff. Like, I probably would have. Try to see what it was about. No, it was it was a knockoff Chinese console that came with a bunch of pirated games on it, right? Oh, that's bad. And he was charging people like four hundred dollars for it. No, people it. bought it. I mean, and I, never received one. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, I want to support black businesses, and you know, if somebody come out with an actual decent game that has quality, I would support that. I'm all for competition. Yeah, I don't. No, I mean it was trash though. He didn't. He people. He scammed people. They didn't get their uh, consoles back, and now he's talking about he's still making another console. Oh. And he was getting sued by Nintendo and Sony and all of them because they had pirated games on there. So now he's talking about he's coming out with another one. Soldier Boy has always been. I mean, he's smart uh, business wise though. Like, like he he may he may not be that bright or intellectually, but business wise, like he. He he makes good moves. Like whoever is on his team, they make good moves. Right. They, he's good at scamming people. So how he initially got big was from Crank That Soldier Boy, right? So you remember back in the days of LimeWire, right? Yeah. So what would happen was he would um, upload his song and then he would name it other songs so everybody would hear it. 
That's it's, smart. Yeah, I've been saying. It's I mean, smart. it's a scale, but that's it's pretty scale, smart. But it's smart. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he's a great, he's a great con artist. Look, 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 let me say this. I and a lot of people may not agree with me. I don't really like Soldier Boy too much. I didn't care for a lot of his music. I mean, everybody was listening to Crank That, but he started he started something and uh, using that internet stuff to get on, and people just followed this mode. Like they followed what he did. So you got to give him his roses there. Mm, I guess so. I I, I mean, you 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 have to give him his like. Yeah, the downfall of hip hop to me. He when he came out, it was. There was ringtone. He came out of a time where we had ringtone rap. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, ringtone rap was trash. Yeah. He he popularized his dance, and then everybody had a new dance that was coming out like uh, the snapping the snapping dance. Yeah. Everybody had their own snapping song. Everybody. How many snapping songs were there? It was a lot of them when they did the little goofy dance. Oh yeah. It was but crazy. I mean, but it was fun. It was like like when I go back. You know, and whenever I hear myself like, man, mumble rap one shit, did not think about shake that laugh daffy. I'm like, oh well, hold on. Let me not be so hard on them. I mean, we was we had a dance called a pancake. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid looking. Like I wish you could see it. <laughs> <laughs> that pancake was terrible. Yeah. It was it was dumb. Like we had some stupid dances. Yeah. All right. But he he started something, it was fun. He changed hip hop. The man's a legend. I hate to say it because he's a despicable ass nigga, mm-hmm. not in a good way, and um, but it's true. You think he's gonna be Bow Wow on his? Fuck no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bow Wow may be lame, but that nigga got hits. Yeah, he got hits for days. Hits for days with like everybody. He was on a song with Three Six. Yeah, he actually killed that song. He murdered that he song. Murdered that track. Like, he, I mean, granted, you was on a track with Three Six. Everybody who gets on there murders Three Six. I, I track. I gotta say it. Them niggas from Three Six can't rap. No, they can't rap at all. They just got dope beats, a, a good chorus, a catchy chorus, Man. and we listen to it. That oh, that nigga Country Black ruins every <laughs> Three Six Mafia song. You know, I'm not yo go every time. I want you, this is a challenge. I want you to go back and listen to the 3-6 Mafia songs. And every time Crunchy Black come on, watch it, pay attention to how he killed a whole vibe on the song. Juicy J has to come up behind him and and, and carry the song back up to where it was. Hey, but look, I'm finna break the glass with Juicy J. No matter what the beat is, he rapping the same rhythm. Hey, it go though. (laughs) Them niggas can't rap. No, they couldn't Their music is good. Yeah, their music is good. But no, nah, ain't no way Soldier Boy. I mean, look, Soldier Boy got cranked that. Uh, I think I remember he had something kiss me through the phone. Um, that swag song. Never bother being turn my swag on. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I hated that song. Like, but it was catchy. But it like his Soldier Boy's voice in itself got on my nerves. That I got me some bathing apes thing. That song, I got my mother name. I got my mother name. I was like, could you shut this nigga up? He's the worst thing I've ever heard in all my well, life. He was popular as fuck, but that's the problem. This nigga Bow Wow been making hits since he was like 10. Yeah. And like, and that, not like no garbage shit, like actual hits. That's, I, that's, I ain't mad at him. Like, that's like, you? he, like, say what you want about Bow Wow, but he was making hits since what? Early, ni- late 90s? 99. From '99, and he really just now falling off for his hits, like the last three years or so. 
So he he's been around for a while. So yeah. So um Soldier Boy see. don't stand a chance. Let me see. I'm looking at Soldier Boy songs right now. Kiss Me Through the Phone. I've never heard that song. Crank That. Everybody's heard that song. Pretty Boy Swag. Okay, that's fine. I, when I first heard that, I believe I was the first person to make that Malcolm in the Middle joke. Because I was like, this right here is my swag. Swag. <laughs> like, but while you're looking at that, I'll look up some Bow Wow songs. Let me see. Turn my swag on. Okay. Pretty yeah. boy swag. Turn my swag on. Crank that. And let me see. Gucci bandana. I ain't never heard that song. I, I is that the that same song. bandana he wearing now? <laughs> it probably is. is. that the So he's still wearing that same dingy bandana. That mug was trash. Um, He got his first Gucci bandana. He held on to it ever since. He got sentimental value. Donk. Oh, she got a donk. She got a donk. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, I do kind of like that one because it look, plays in my head every time I, I see to, his booty shaking and sundresses. Look, he got some, he got some good songs, but man, this nigga Bow Wow got songs for days. Yeah, this is this is a no contest. I don't even see how but, these are two rappers I never. Wrote. My little sister, she loved them. She listened to them, but yeah, I was never really that. Big of a fan of Bow Wow. I mean, he has some songs I like. What not? Soldier Boy. He has some songs I like, but I was never really like. I was never really a fan. No, I didn't like any of them. I was in a, I was in a more hardcore stage of my life. So, I was just getting, kind of getting into heavy metal for real. Man, I'm from, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This nigga had to be hard. 24 seven. Oh god. This nigga thought he was the toughest. This nigga wake up eating cereal like. What the fuck you looking at? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't understand why this nigga had to be so tough. Like, I walk over like, "What's up? It's good." Like, then calm down. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, at work, I they, people ask me, "Hello, how you doing? How you doing, Mac?" I'm like, "What's good?" And they're like, "Gangster." I'm like, "I'm not being a gangster. I'm just saying what's good. I don't understand what the problem is." So now I have to like doctor it up, and I have to like, "What's good, doctor?" Man. What's I'll, good, Nurse Joy? I'm a pretty happy guy. When I first met this guy, I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, why are you so happy? Why are you talking like that? What's wrong with you? He's like, here nigga, we go. Why, why are you being so tough? Like, what? Why do you have to be hard all day? You can't, you going to the bathroom, you pissing, you got a mug on? Yeah, pissing. Like, calm down, nigga. <laughs> I was not that angry. Oh, no, no. I, we got a group of friends who would say otherwise. Oh, my gosh. This nigga was angry. And then when he stopped being angry, he, he got into this emo stage where the world was dark and falling around around him. That's it was it was just that's not emo, that's mostly goth. So the difference between emo and goth is emo, you think something is wrong with you and you can't fit in this world and you're an outcast. Goth means that this world sucks. So he was both. Whatever. You can't be both. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, any, I was any, listening to any of them. Anyway, uh, Lil Bow Wow's gonna crush this. This is this is a no contest. No contest. At There's all. no contest. I don't even see why he, they're even doing. Oh, but you know your your boy Lil Romeo. He was trying to throw his hat in the chart. I don't know why he threw his hat in there. <laughs> I don't know why he challenged anybody. I can't even. I can't even name one Lil Romeo song right now. Um, the first song it takes to Romeo. Romeo. That's the first. What's song. the name of it? I don't, I don't know. We can name. Like, I don't listen to Bow Wow. I can name like three songs from Bow Wow right now. Yeah. 
I can name more songs for Soldier Boy. I, the, the Romeo song, ICDC College. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I know that commercial though. I call ICDC. Uh, ICDC yeah. College. Yeah, like, him, him and Everest. That's the battle we need to see. <laughs> that dude from Everest, he didn't even rap. He was like, hey, what are you doing? Sitting there on the couch watching TV? You need to be getting a degree. Like, you know what? Shut up, bro. Don't judge me. You don't know what I've been through. No. What's that? You just going to sit there at home eating ramen noodles in your drawers? Get on out there and get a degree. I don't want a degree. Okay? I'm going to say this. Little Romeo, you're a respectable young man. Yeah. You're doing great things. You don't need to be around as despicable niggas anyway. Yeah. But you are better than this. And your music ain't shit. All right. No, it ain't that. All right. The re- you got on because your pops. I'm glad your pops in the position to put you on. And so you can do the things that you were able to do. Yeah, you, know? you were Jaden Smith before Jaden Smith. Your dad handed you a career. No, Jaden Smith is actually talented. But his dad handed him a career. Yeah, but the dude is talented. I've listened to his songs. Like, yeah, Will, he got on because of Will Smith. There's no line there. But he talented. I listened to a couple of his songs and I just couldn't I couldn't get into them. Like, they were just maybe maybe it's because I'm too old now. I'm I'm an old man and it's like I'm fuddy duddy old. Yeah. This is not good hip hop. <laughs> well, the kid talented. He can dance. He can rap. His they he doing something. You no, know, Romeo tried it. Mm. I mean, it was a good try. Yeah, it was a good try. No, I mean, he has some success. It's not like he didn't have no success. Yeah, we wouldn't know. If he didn't have any success, we wouldn't know who he was. I mean, but. And the rap snacks hit. Man, oh, man, that honey do. Yeah, man. Hit. Hey, yo, but Romeo, that, but, real talk, bro. You you a, you a real one for them rap snacks, bro. Your flavor That, that wasn't Romeo. That was Master P. Oh, that was Master P. Yeah. But his flavor was cool, though. <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> the flavor they hey, put that you honey on. Honey was fire, though. <laughs> hey. The honey do Cheetos was good. Yeah. But there's no mistake in that. Master P did all that. Yeah, Master P. Did all hey, that. man, his noodles taste good, though. I bought a cup of them. They were okay. I was, I was expecting a very cheap. Kind of flavor, but it, it was cool. It, it was good. Yeah, that's what I said. It I was, was cool. Like, I like. I got the Louisiana, the hot Louisiana one. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to put hot sauce in it. I was like, you know what, man? I see you out there. This this works for me. Yeah, we talk about rap goats. I mean, we have to probably talk about Master P and look. look <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I Master P can't rap. No, he can't. Not at all. No, but he he's a hell of a hype man. Mm-hmm. He had everybody going, uh. Yeah. You know what? So we were, me and some friends were like playing the game and, you know, on Spotify, where you can find our podcast is on Spotify, where you're probably listening to it now. Um, on Spotify, you can share a session. And we were just playing old No Limit songs. I'm like, oh my gosh, these songs were trash. Why do we like this stuff? And it was mostly because. Percy Miller was he's a just, character. He he's was hype. He was hype. He was charismatic. And, you know, <laughs> when you're like 10 or 11 years old, you don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, grown folks was into this stuff. Like, he yeah. was like, yeah, man, he was he was out there. He had everybody going, nah, 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 uh, nah, nah. I like that song, Bent Liz and Homer's Little Daddy. We bout that. That was my jam. <laughs> my song was about it, about it. About it, about it. <laughs> I, I mean, we always listen to the Master P, but yeah, Master P is one person that's not brought up enough. Yeah, because not only not only did he come out doing it, but then he cleaned up his act for his kids. Yeah, 
And he has so many different enterprises, it's not even funny. Yeah, talk he's one about of the be- richest men in the world, isn't he? Yeah, he talked about being self-made. He's mm-hmm. self-made. He, he never is. he was never signed to a label. He was never signed to a label. He sold cassettes out the trunk of his car. Yep. And when he got on, he put everybody in his hood on, much to the detriment of everybody in the hood, because that music was trash. Man, but the he, shocker. But he brought his people in and you know he went back to the hood it was and he horrible. brought yeah, well, he brought his people up, and that's he what he's supposed to do. So, much yeah. respect to him, man. That, yeah. Master P did the thing. But I have to say, Silk the Shocker couldn't rap on beat to save his life. No. Master P couldn't rap on beat to save his life. He was better than Silk. Yeah. When I listened to the, uh, that, the one song with uh, Mystical, the I think he stuttered on the song. He's like, I, I, I like one. I'm like, is this nigga stuttering? <laughs> <laughs> the nigga will sound like he was tripping over his own lips, and that's all kind of funny. I yeah, he was trash. Master yeah. P lyrically was trash. All right, but but you, you see that tells you how much um how important this versus is because we can talk about everybody else in adjacent except for the two people who are actually. In the verses, yeah, I mean, but it don't count for me and you because, like, let's let's be honest. Like, we listen to a lot of old hip hop. We care about the lyrical content. We yeah. care about how they flow and how they ride in the beat. Like, we care about that stuff. Yeah. So, like, it's a lot of people who grew up listening to them who love their music and who's going to be really down for watching this verses. Yeah, I guess so. I. Yeah, it's, a, it's like I'm gonna watch the verses because it's something I want to su- support, but like it's gonna be difficult for me to listen to it because yeah. I'm not gonna like it. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna like any song being played, not one, not one song. I'm, yeah. I'm more than likely I'm just gonna keep fast forwarding through stuff and let them talk because I want to hear Soldier Boy make a fool of himself. <laughs> Did you see the meme? It was like. It was like Bloody Murder. They was making fun of uh, Bloody Mary. It was like, how to make Soldier Boy appear. He was like, I was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you look at him and say, you did something. He'll say, I was the first. I saw one person. I saw one meme that said, um, <laughs> he said, a child is born. I was the first one being born out here. <laughs> he got a little Richard syndrome. Yeah. But at least little Richard had an excuse. White people were stealing all his stuff. Yeah. Soldier Boy, you just you just have an inflated ego, and you just like, yeah. But you did do something right, and um, you will go down this history as the first nigga to really get on from the internet, mm-hmm. promoting his own music. So you got it, bro. Everything else about you is trash. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of trash, egos, and the internet, Joe Button. Oh, egos. You said it right. Trash egos, and but Joe Button is not a trash rapper. First, let me say that. No, he's not. But a I trash think he's rapper. a trash human being, and his ego is out of whack. Yeah, but I can see him. I see he's trying to work on himself, but that he needs to be on some type of medication or something. He tripping. Hey, when I listened to the way he fired them, I was just like, man. Y'all soft. He needed his ass beat. Yeah. If a grown man talks to me like that, I don't a care what environment we in. Especially we probably... his grown metrosexual uh, wearing ass. Listen, I ain't got no problem with your sexuality, but come on. You can't get punked by no dude. And what was that funny hat he had on? He had on this little purple hat with a brim on or something. I don't know. Oh, and he had a little, a little fanny pack, and he actually had to learn to put that on the internet, bro. No, you don't do that. You're supposed to be having a whole <laughs> hip-hop podcast, and you... You tripping, bro. 
And I'm sorry. So, with that whole situation, I agree and disagree with Joe Button. I feel like the way he treated his people. Well, was, first, let's talk uh, about the situation. Uh, yeah, first. Let's say for people who don't know. So, uh, Rory, Joe Button, Joe Button has a podcast he does with Rory and Maul. Right. They're his friends. Um, they when they first made the podcast, Joe Button was doing the podcast on his own. He wasn't getting nowhere. He has, you know, he had his hardcore fan base of like twelve hundred people that he was that was listening to him, which is a lot. Yeah, you know, but I mean, for somebody who's basically a figure as Joe Button, twelve hundred is not that hard to get. Oh, Joe Button has a podcast. I listen to it anyway. He had his core group of people. The podcast didn't start taking off until Rory and Maul started getting there. So when they were doing it and they said, okay, it's time to start making money off this. We're going to have a contract. We are, uh, what is it, revenue shares? That's what they call it? Yeah, well, they're more like they're more like independent contractors. And, yeah, so and, they're basically partners and they were uh, just going to split the re- have a revenue split. And <clears throat> all they wanted to, and from their side of the story, all they wanted was to see the numbers. Because it makes sense. If we go to work, we get a pay stub that shows how much money we make. Well, sort of. They wanted to see, like, so he had just made a deal, mm-hmm. and they wanted to see the numbers from the deal he made, so they can calculate the percentage. Yeah. So the contract they had is they all got a certain percentage of the income from the podcast, and so they wanted to see the money, which is right because yeah. they they wanted to I'm see saying, the money. We all get we all get pay stubs. That's what I'm saying. We get pay stubs. We know where our money is coming from. We right. know how we get our money. That's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to see how much money he's making. Joe was flipping out about that. Yeah, he, he flipped out, and he was he flipped out in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And this this is what I disagree with. If these are your friends and these are your partners, then you you ante up, you show them what's going on, you let them see the numbers, to make sure they're getting paid right. Mm-hmm. You you don't hold that stuff over their head, yeah. but. The reason why I understand where Joe was coming from is that he put all of his money into it. Yeah, all of the equipment, the rent for the place, everything that everything that they had was Joe's. Yeah, he paid for and bought. So I could understand having an attitude where like this is mine. Like who are you to come? But at the same time, and he was also he was the one getting the deals for Spotify yeah. and all the other places. So. Joe was the one getting all the deals and sealing stuff in the meetings and stuff. So he was doing the work. Yeah. So I understand where you're like, I understand. Nobody's saying Joe shouldn't ever see the lion's share of everything. Which which he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like it's 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 not that he wasn't receiving the lion's share. And this is where Eagle mm-hmm. comes into it. It's just that he felt like he didn't have to show them anything. He wants to be a boss, right? He wants to be a boss. I'm the boss. This is my stuff. I run this shit. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, if you're the boss, then you should have hired them as your employees and not independent contractors. Yeah. That's different. But you knew that they weren't going to be your employees because they knew their worth. They knew what they were worth. So they understand that, no, I bring more to the table, so I'm going to have to get more, and I'm going to need to know more. Because, yeah, I mean, if we're going to be honest, without, without them, the energy on that podcast was was way off. Because let's be honest, Joe Button's an asshole. Yeah. So you need somebody to offset that asshole. Yeah. And you need people to be really funny. Yeah. And Joe Button is the only time Joe Button is funny is when he's freaking out over something. He's yeah. not really necessarily that funny. You know, so I mean, I look, he has good opinions, he has good takes. 
But he's just like when I'm listening to him talk, he's just such a prude. He's just a jerk. Yeah. Like, like and that's he, fine. I mean, and that's that's part of his charm. But you, like you said, you need somebody to offset that. Yeah, you can't just do that and expect people like like I listen to Joe Budden because like I think it's funny. I think a lot of times when like he'd be like flipping out and all stuff, I get a kick out of it. But yeah, you can't do your people like that. Them, them supposed to be your 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 friends. That's they were your boys. That's what making concerning. Like you did your boys like that. These are not strangers. These are not people you don't know. These are your boys. Yeah, yeah. That's foul. Yeah, no. That's that's scumbag moves. See, it's being the despicable nigga, and then there's just being a scumbag. And you don't do your boys like that. You mm-hmm. never ever like if you said okay. Obviously, they you're getting you're getting the most money out this podcast anyway. Right. You feel like you you feel like well, I wouldn't want to pay you that. I should. I don't, he felt like he didn't have to pay them. Yeah, I, I remember that because he was like, "Oh, I wouldn't have paid you guys that." He said that. Yeah, he said that to them. I wouldn't have paid you guys that. Nigga, what kind of this? Like those your boys? Whatever they eating? Are you eating? Everybody right. eating? You're getting compensated for your work, and you also you he has other he had other stuff in the pipeline. Right. So I don't understand why he was just so angry with them. He wants to see. I me personally, <clears throat> even though I agree with how he feels, but I don't agree to his actions. Mm-hmm. Me personally makes me think that he wanted to fire them because he feel like his podcast is where it needs to be, and he wants to hire people so that he can be the boss. Mm. So I think I think this was a strategic move. But this is a it's a it stupid move because first off, yeah, it's not going to help that the podcast. podcast was wasn't wasn't about anything until they got on on there. I agree. That that podcast was nothing without them. Even if he if he tries to replace them with somebody else now, people already know what's happening in the background and they're not gonna they're like, yeah. oh Joe, you messed up. You did your boys wrong. Yeah, nobody will not rock with them no more. They're not gonna rock with them like that. No no real niggas gonna rock with you like that. To the point where you um straight up just disrespected your boys like that. So no. Nah. You messed that up, Joe. I know. You really fucked that up. We'll talk about that. But Joe Budden was a scumbag. He even up so on his podcast, he would openly talk about having sex or wanting to have sex with Olivia Dope. And that's and that's horrible. And that's like so I mean, looking at her picture though. I mean look, I don't blame her. She's a nice looking lady, but you don't do no like she works yeah. for you. You don't do that. Yeah, you do that behind closed doors with the boys. No, you don't oh yeah, with the boys. You may talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll show for people like you don't do that. No, yeah, if you talk with your boys, like, yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah. bro, hey, I'm for real though. Look at these lips, bro. God damn, like, yeah, hey, you don't thank you for putting me on this, Jesus. Chocolate, but to be live on the air and just openly in front of guests and anybody, like, I really just want to have sex with you. Like, I'm not gonna hire any woman that I'm not gonna want to have sex with. Like, <clears throat> yo, yeah, that's nah, bro. Like, that's that's, that's not cool. That's, that's that's no, that's fucked up. And it's just like you apologize now, and that's just because the pressure's on you. Like, mm-hmm. you don't you don't do that, man. That's that's foul. She's a very pretty woman. She does. Let me get off these pictures. I know, because you, 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 <laughs> you're going down a wormhole there. But but no, you don't do that. No, the, first of all, you make your uh, business relationship uncomfortable. You're making your uh, employees uncomfortable. And you should, no, come on. So, I would never hire anybody I want to have sex with. Never. Never. That's a recipe for disaster. Exactly. If it's a little bit of attraction, you got to go. 
But if she's really good at her job, I would just keep my space because ultimately I would want the best person for the job. So if she's very attractive and I see that she's attractive in that way, I would just distance myself for socially for us being friends and I would just keep it 100% business because if, just because a woman's attractive doesn't mean that I can't work with her. It means that yeah. I just, I just don't want to be friends with her. I don't want to put myself. Yeah. I don't, I work with attractive women and I don't, um, I don't talk to any of them. And it's be, normally it's because, well, their personalities kind of get on my nerves. That's one thing. But oh, it's just s- sidebar. Most pretty women have bad personalities. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say most pretty women. Most women who are like, just like. Most women who like they know they look they good. They know they look good. They, their personalities are shit. And like, they always wonder why they always end up with bad guys. Or It's because like, if you're talking to a man and not a simp, simp and your personality is shit, I don't care how good you look. I might still hit though. If you but, throw that me out here. Yeah, but I ain't trying to wife you up or be with you because I can't be with somebody who's like that. Yeah. All yeah, right. I don't yeah, but no, I was saying like I work with attractive women and I always keep my space because I want to make sure everything is professional. I don't want people to feel like, you know, if you're alone with me, something would happen. I don't want to give anybody any type of reason to be like, Mac is a creeper, Mac is this and that. I'm not trying to do any of that. Because, you know, me, men, we like to look. So, I'm, you know, it's like, okay, I need to stay over here where I'm at. Because me, I'm going to look. And then if I look the wrong way or if my mm-hmm. eyes linger too long, even if I say something jokingly that could end up being considered suggestive, suggestive I don't, mm-mm, nope. Oh, man. Like, one of my rules for working, no compliments. Mm. No, I compliment. No, no, uh, no suggestions, no anything. Like, like, oh, you're looking nice today. I'm so uncomfortable work. Like I was just trying to give you. I don't do any of that. No hugs. I barely. Oh, yeah, no I hugs. barely want to shake hands. I don't want to do any of that because anything can be taken the wrong way. Like, oh, how you doing that? Oh, I really like that dress. Blah blah blah. Like you, anything can be taken the wrong way, and you will be fucked. So yeah, I I do compliments. I be like you're looking nice today, or I like that smell. That's a nice scent you have on, and like. I try to give it as deadpan as possible so that way it doesn't come off as like I'm like, oh, I like the smell you have one. Because when you. <laughs> that was creepy, man. Like, like, like I don't want it to come off like that. So in my head, I'm like, you look nice today. Well, goodbye. And then leave. It's some creeps. <laughs> like, I've, I've worked with some men who are creepy and I've had to check them on it. Like, bro, what you doing? Like, that ain't cool. Like, you need to stop. And I just like I feel for women sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like some sometimes it can be very uncomfortable. I've been stuck in meetings with uncomfortable things being said, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god! Like I just want to go. I just want to have the meeting and leave. Like, <laughs> can, can we just drop the subject? Like, huh. all right. So I got I, I got to elaborate. All right. At the office. Having a meeting. This is a, a a strategy meeting. You know, we're trying to increase sales profit. No, and so the young lady walks in. I'm not gonna say her name. She looks very nice. She has a nice body. He's just like, wow, those heels and those legs. Oh my god, you're just you're just so beautiful. Now this is a man in a very high position, right? And I'm kind of trying to nudge him, like, yo, stop doing that. Stop doing that. He's just not catching the hint. So 
we get halfway through the meeting, right? And he's just gawking at this girl. Like, you, he's undressing her. He's looking her up and down. Oh, this man's no. putting on chapsticks and licking his lips. Oh, like, are like, you for real? I, I'm for real. And I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable, right? Now, we're the young ones. So she comes to me and she goes, he's being inappropriate, is he? And I'm just like, now I'm in a hard spot. Right. <laughs> And it's just like you gonna put you gonna put me in this hard spot, but I was like, I'm like, yes, he's being inappropriate. This it's not cool what he's doing. I have to have to be honest. And she was like, so I should report it. And I'm just like, why are you asking me? <laughs> why? why? <laughs> like you finna go in there like at Richards said that this was inappropriate. Like, but I, I have to be honest. I'm like, yeah. So come back now. We come back from lunch, finish the presentation, we go to meeting. She's like, I don't feel comfortable. Can you walk me out to the car? I'm like, sure. Walking her out. Dude shoots towards the door. Hey, where are you guys going? I'm like, oh, we're just leaving. He's like, oh, we're just leaving, huh? You guys going together? I'm like, nah, we're just leaving. He's just like, oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, I see what kind of guy this is. So we leave. We go our separate ways. Mm -hmm. She's like, thank you for walking me out. Two months later, she quits and sues the job. Mm. Cornered her in the office. He what? Yeah, he he got fired, of course. Cornered her in the office and tried something. Oh my god. No. That no. that being said, no, 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 yeah. No, no. Working in an environment like that, it's just not good. Yeah. And you should say something. So though I know I could have put myself at risk, I couldn't tell her that this was okay. Because I saw that it wasn't okay. And one, th- one thing that really bothered me is how everybody else just ignored it. Yeah. So, you know, as a young guy coming up, I'm like, huh, so this is common behavior for him. They're yeah. used to it. They're just ignoring it. For me, I'm like, this nigga tripping. Like, I'm literally nudging him. And the fact that he he's in a high position and he did that. That makes me wonder how many times has he used his position or has done that to somebody and yeah. they didn't say anything because he felt like he could do that. Yeah. So he felt very comfortable doing it and he wasn't yeah. hiding it and he was doing like like he wasn't loud with it, but he was he was talking where she could hear. She can hear. Yeah. Like it was it was uncomfortable. I I can see you. You see her. She's fine. Oh wow, she you look nice today. And you say all that stuff in your head. Then you get with your boys. You talk about dang that ass was fat. You see her them heels. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. You do that, but you don't. know. he was saying cross the line. It was just. It's just like I feel like as men, we gotta speak up. We can't. We can't not say nothing. You know. And so I said something to him afterwards, and he was just like, "No, nah, I'm just. I was just doing this. I was just doing that." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that wasn't really cool." You got to speak up. You have to say something. And if someone comes to you, you can't throw it in the rug. So, yeah, I had to tell her that, yes, he was being inappropriate. Like, yeah, I can joke about it, Like, man, why are you putting me in the middle of this? But the reality was he was being inappropriate. And I would have been wrong if I would have told her. And I would have been wrong if I wouldn't have said something to him. But from the very beginning, I was nudging him. Like, what you doing, bro? Like, stop. And he... So, I- you're better than me. I would have done the like, um, look at him crazy, like, bro, calm down. I would have done that. Um, walk us to a car, sure. 
But anything besides that, nope. I would have been like, this is not my problem because I don't want to write incident reports. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you this now. If something is going on in your life or at work and Mac is there to be a witness, Mac ain't seen nothing because I am not writing a report. I don't care. You ain't putting my name in it. I ain't got nothing to do with it. It sucks to be you. Look, I, I would tell you this. I I wouldn't have been able to go home and go to sleep had I not said something or did something. That's why I was like, all right, yeah, you're right. And that's why I was like nudging him. I'm like, man, what you doing? Oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's not fine. This shit ain't fine. It's not fine at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was pretty rough, but... um. So I I say that to say I feel for old girl because yeah. like nobody around her stuck up for her. Yeah, everybody just thought it was okay, and like it's not okay. It's very it's very. That's a, I don't understand why people thought that that was even appropriate to be. Joe Button should have known better to begin with. He should have known better. Like there's some things you can probably joke with your homies about. Like if she's your female friend and you guys have that kind of relationship where you can joke back and forth like that. That's that, different. That's different. Yeah. But not on the podcast. Not when you're supposed to be professional. And you're obviously making her uncomfortable. So yeah, yeah he did that. And that was basically in public. Mm-hmm. Basically. In front of everybody saying that I want to have sex with you. Blah blah blah. blah. Nigga, no. You don't do that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You got the thing is you just if you want to have sex with somebody, you need to learn some discretion and be respectful. Mm-hmm. And this is how and since it's sundress season oh. and it started, well, it's supposed to have started, but apparently we we live in St. Louis and it's been raining these past couple of no, days when in it, Chile. When the weather gets like this, it's Missouri. <laughs> All right, we live in Missouri, where it can be forty degrees, which it is forty degrees right now, mm. and tomorrow will be eighty. Yeah, I was sitting on the I was sitting on the bus stop, and I was sitting like, "Yo, it was just ninety degrees two days ago. Now it's forty with a wind chill. Why? <laughs> because in Missouri, yeah, exactly. The Midwest, the weather does what it wants to do." Specifically in St. Louis, we get the leftover crap of everybody. Man, it could snow tomorrow. Yeah, it really could. It could snow tomorrow and later on that day be 80. Mm-hmm. Our weather's so bipolar. Yeah, we, we would get like heavy ice storms and then the weather would shoot back up to like 60 or 70 and then the snow would just mm-hmm. magically disappear. Like, I was, I'm. Like, here, here's a true story. One day it rained. Held, sleeted, snowed, and then the sun came out and it was like 70 degrees. That was like, what, a couple months ago? Was that a couple months ago? I don't know. It wasn't that long ago that this just happened. We got every weather possible. Everything possible to get, we got except for like a tornado or a hurricane. I'm going to tell you this. though. I never remember. Forget this. It was my first time I got... My job had transferred me because I was a bagger. And they transferred me to a new uh, site. And I was pushing carts in, and it was a beautiful, a beautiful 75 degrees outside. It was the sun was shining, birds were chirping and everything. And then all of a sudden, like it was like at 2 p.m., like the birds stopped, the clouds just poured over, and then the wind came down. The temperature dropped all the way from 70 to 34. It was the fastest that it ever had dropped in St. Louis, period. 
and it was just and it started snowing and i was like what kind of mess is this i know i was jamming on carts too you know listening to michael jackson moonwalking and pushing the carts up i was a beast only in missouri mm-hmm. hey look but the, all right before we keep talking about sundresses i love sundresses. Oh, sundresses yeah the worst thing that happens in st louis is that it rains and then the sun comes out that mm-hmm. will kill you it gets so hot and sticky it's the worst feeling period like whenever it rains, if the sun like I'm like, all right, it's it's done raining. If the sun come out, I'm not going nowhere. I'm just gonna stay in the house. Cause I'm not gonna enjoy being outside. I don't like going outside anyway. I I, I actually I personally like rainy weather. So it being rainy and windy, this is kind of my thing. I like being inside when it happens though. I'll open my window, get under the blankets, and chill. And watch a show. That's that's the highlight of my day. But let's talk about these cheeks in this dress. Man. All right. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Boy, I'm sweating. <laughs> Man. Spring is my favorite time of the year because the sundresses come out. I like it when the sundresses are short. I like them when they're out. Well, really, it's not sundresses. I don't know what kind of pants these are, but they wear these pants that's like kind of see-through, but they're not, but they booty jiggling it's like you could just you mean them little spandex ones that we <laughs> yo those the ones from instagram bro i be seeing them man, man that jiggle man man i saw they give everybody booty i don't even like chicks who don't be having booty they be giving them booty and i'm like good lord saw this white chick i was leaving work this white chick she had them on turquoise they were really tight i saw it from like all the way over there i didn't even have my new glasses yet but i saw in the the way the booty just said in those things, I just couldn't believe it. I was astonished. So I had to cake. I had to make quick looks like I was trying to cross the street. <laughs> so I, like, cause she was across the street. So I look like I'm down the street to make sure. Oh, do I do I cross now? No, no, no. Oh, do I cross now? All the whole time, I'm I'm catching quick glances of this booty. Go. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it, guys. Discretion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't just be staring at them and yeah. gawking, looking at them, and they turn around and you give them the Kanye West face. Like, yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, okay? Like, be discreet about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Walk by, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, you need some help find something? Oh, yes, ma'am, it's on the bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. be slick with it. Yeah, you got to be slick with it. Here, open the door. This is the perfect time to open the door for women. Open the door. Like, be oh, a no, gentleman. no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the perfect time. Like, shoot, don't trust me. If I'm opening the door for you, I'm trying to find, look at your booty in the sundress. I'm not. I'm just being a gentleman. Fuck all that. I'm looking at your booty. It's it's, it's just how the way the world works. <laughs> he said, if it ain't your beauty, it's your booty. Right. Yeah. Sundresses are wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And those those pants, the quote the Wayne, wobbly wobbly wobbly. That shit is just man. When, man. when the butt eat, I, I say this every time. When when the butt cheek is shake shaking and they like they one like molds over the other one, it looks like they fighting. Like it's like a yin and yang balance type thing. But I'm, I have to say this though, but ladies, if you're gonna wear a sundress, either no underwear or a g-string. I hate seeing regular underwear in sundresses. Mm. It, it ruins the whole thing. Well, you know what? I guess you're right. Yeah, it ruins it. So, I don't. I, but I haven't seen. I'm gonna have to study this harder. Thank you. Just, mm. just g-string or nothing. 
Yeah, or nothing at all. Preferably nothing. Yeah, I would. I would prefer nothing. But I mean, you're you're not doing it for me. You're doing it for yourself, obviously. You're doing it because you want to look good. Yeah. And I am suggesting no draws at all. No draws at all. None. No draws. No draw. Hashtag no draws at all. And if you're gonna wear a sundress, don't wear tennis shoes. I mean, I'm speaking strictly to my hood ladies. Oh, and please, so, please wash your feet if you're gonna wear the flip flops with them. I'm listening. I... Okay, okay, okay. This is a pet peeve of mine. If you're gonna wear sandals, you don't have to have your feet painted and your toes done, but have your feet together. All right, that crest on the back of the heel mm-hmm. drives me crazy. Speaking as someone who has the crust on the back of their heel. I'm gonna let you know it's not it's not good. It's not it's not what's up. That's why I don't wear sandals. I have to like pull what's that? I put eustrin cream on the back of my heel. Dig nigga, it's rough. Hold on. Man, no, no, nah, nah, man. Keep the mugs away, man. Well, it's looking not fine now because you know I had to file it down. I had to get like a nail filer and like file the crap God, down and get this hey, off. Your boy Rich takes care of his feet. I don't wear sandals because I got big ass feet. Mm. But yeah, no. Nah, I got my little axe loofah and on the back of it it's a scrub and you just scrub the bottom of your feet keep that stuff off of you i don't use a loofah i just use the rag no nah, man i used to loofah i like the way it feels against my skin you know it's so oh dude i got this african bar this african soap that i bought that mug is hidden i'm gonna I'm show it to you you might you i might... can't use it man i got like extra dry skin so i have to use specific type of soap this I'm pretty sure you're able to use this soap. You positive? Hold on, I'm gonna go. Oh, I can't you go. Can't, I can't go now. Well, oh, just, just show me later. Okay, right? I'll show you later. My bad. I'm like, oh, oh let me go get it right yeah, now. Yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah. So, but yeah, take care, take care of your feet. Yeah, you ain't gotta Keep do too up. much. Just you know, because I know it's some dudes who see a girl with ugly feet and be like, gotta do what I gotta do. That be me. That be me. Just keep your feet up, like. I see it all the time. I'm walking, but oh, she look nice. And then I see them dogs. I'm like, oh, oh, Jesus Christ, no. Yeah, you know, you can shave the hair off your toes. It's okay. You know, I understand. It's like it's it's a lot of upkeep, but you know, this is sundress season. Like we show, we like when it's time for us to wear gray sweatpants or the shorts, the basketball shorts. We show out for y'all. We show out for y'all. The least you can do is just show up for us. Yeah, we look forward to this time of year. Yeah. Don't don't be selfish. This is what I'm talking about. This is what's wrong with women. They just so selfish. Think about others. Like what what gets me going every year is that I know that when sundress season ends, there's another nine months before it begins again. And let me tell you, ladies, this: you don't know the number of lives or ass whoopings you've saved mm-hmm. just by wearing a sundress. Yeah, like. Me and another dude can be beefing. We can be ready to fight. You walk by, that fight's over. Yeah. Like, dang, look down. You see that? Yeah. Shit, that's fat, man. And then once once you walk by, look, it's done. We happy. Yeah. We let it go. You drained all the negativity out the room. Ask for peace. That's what we want to call it. Ask for peace. Ask for peace. Ask for peace. Yeah. Your ass might save a life. Mm-hmm. You never know. Exactly. So you know, just just show off a sundress season. 
you know, I like all the the wonderful colors y'all be having. Y'all be looking so nice and beautiful, ladies. Especially, you know, also we talk about ass in um, sundress season, but we really don't talk about how great titties look in sundresses either. They be out there. They be yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, but here's another thing. Um, if you have like the little the strapless sundress thing or what, you know, don't wear your regular bra, your regular bra with that. It looks kind of janky. Get you a little. I mean, some of y'all titties too big, and that's gonna cost an arm and leg. But it's worth it. Yeah, you know, it's worth it. Fuck. And it, but it. they, you know, they make they make they make the bras that without the sleeves. Yeah, they do. But it's dude, those are expensive. Yeah. Speaking as a guy who's um had to buy a couple of those before, they're I, expensive. I buy them all the time. Mm. Look, Rich is a particular ass person, and if Rich don't like the way something look or something. Richie go buy it. You you bought M size bras before? Damn, nah. Oh, okay. That's... You said M. I'm like, hey man. Hey, I, Mac hey. is a particular kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> he said M. No, I ain't never bought M's. Yeah. That's probably like a little I'm, triple D. Oh yeah, no, I triple D is nothing for me. If you gonna have big titties, I need some big ass titties. What do you say? Big ass tatars. Gotta be too something to do something. Right. You gotta be too something to do something. All right, but that's the end of our show. Yeah. Because we can talk about booty and titties all day long. And, and I'm just, pretty sure y'all would love that. But you just be pretty... rambling. <laughs> keep coming up with subject, man. And when you wear leggings, make sure yeah, we'll just keep going. Yeah, so. and it'll get pretty disgusting in here. So yeah, let's just wrap it up right because here. Because he said M, and when he said M size titty, the only thing I thought about was shit, that's a big ass titty. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, how heavy is that titty? What Have you seen it? Norma Stitz? You know who Norma Stitz is, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or Maserati. God damn. See, this is what will happen. We we okay, anyway, B to the MAC, aka Young Fresh to Death, aka the porn connoisseur, aka that nigga who checks off with Vaseline and antifreeze. <laughs> All right, and I'm Rich. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Facebook at The Despicable Truth, or you can find us on Instagram as The Official Despicable Truth. Thanks again for listening. Yeah, <laughs> remember this is The Despicable Truth, the most despicable podcast on the internet. You don't like the you don't like the truth, but you gotta respect it no matter how despicable it is. Titties. <laughs> <laughs>